You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, good evening. This is Mike. This is Kevin. Actually, it's not Kevin. Kevin's trying to fix a broken pipe at his house. Hopefully, he'll be in before we get over the show. So, in the meantime, you have to put up with me. I don't have any jokes to tell because there's nobody here to bounce them off of. I do have a few, but I won't use them right now. Um, We skipped last week because it was the holiday weekend, but we're back here now. If you have a question or a comment, please push one on your phone dial. That will put you up in the queue so we know you have a question or comment. If you push it twice, you'll be erased from the universe. You'll have to have the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy to find your way back. But that's another story. So in the meantime, we do have a question. It is from the 613 area code, which is Ontario, Canada. So I don't speak a foreign language, but we will try this and see if we can understand them anyway. And we click the button. Hello, Ontario. How are you doing today? I'm good. You? I'm excellent. Better than I deserve. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Is is but the snow melted up there? Language. You don't speak oh, another language. Hell yeah. It's all on my basement in the form of water. <laughs> You're melting, huh? <laughs> oh, we've had so much rain this spring. My basement uh, yeah? was dry for 25 years. It uh-huh. flooded this year. Like oh, my the God. The area was breaking its banks and flooding out the low-lying cottage area. That's not a good thing. Oh, oh, my goodness. It's like California. We don't know what to do with all the water. Son of a gun. figure Lake Ontario is not going to start receding until July. That's uh, that, that's a little damp. Oh, yeah. If you, if you set up fans along the northern shore there and aim them south, won't it blow the water into Ohio? No, it'll blow it into Pennsylvania and New York. New York. Yeah, that'd be good. Go ahead and do that. I live Ohio down off Lake Erie, but I live on Lake Ontario. I see. Okay, okay. All right, very good. So what's your question or comment today? I've two questions for you. I've two questions for you today. First question is about my ride height in the back. I I drive a 28-foot straight truck with a Uh 300-inch wheelbase. Uh Uh, It is a uh, class 8 frame. Level 22 tires. And I've got a box back there that rides an inch to an inch and a half low on the left side. Mm. I have good wear on my tires. We get 30,000 uh, miles on these tires that are on the truck. They're wearing evenly. Mm-hmm. And we're curious as to whether uh, it's an alignment problem or whether we got a bent frame. Well, it could be either a twisted frame or it could be a soft leaf frame. What brand of suspension do you have under it? Leaf spring, it's all, Hend- all Hendrickson. Uh, airbags. Air well, Hend- the leveling valves. Hendrickson normally has an airbag behind the axle and a leaf spring or a, a beam going up in front of the axle. Well, there's a beam going up and the okay. uh, leaf springs uh, come down the back. Air the airbags are down the back. Yeah, okay, all right. When the truck is empty, and you're sitting on an ice flat piece of concrete. 
The thing to do is to measure from the ground up to the frame on all four corners. If the frame frame is twisted, you should be low on one corner in the back and the opposite corner on the front. No. We're low on the left side compared to the right side. And that's front and back? That's front and back. Okay, then that's that's got to be slow. on back and front. Yeah, about an inch low on the left side compared to the right side. We changed the leveling valve out because we thought maybe the leveling valve wasn't giving as much air to the left side bag. No, that wouldn't do it. Any difference at all? No, that wouldn't do it. Do you have identical brand airbags all the way around? Yes, they're identical brand size. Uh, the serial numbers are the same. Okay, that's fine. All right. So it takes care of all of that. And and how old a truck is this? It's an 09. And what brand of truck is it? It's a Sterling. It's a Sterling. Okay, which essentially is a Freightliner. Okay. Ford. Yeah. Well, it depends. They're not to be associated with Freightliner. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, the <laughs> essentially that's what it is. It's a it's a Freightliner truck. Yeah. Um, so once you pull the skin off, they're all the same under. Yes. Most of them are. Um, have you looked at the front leaf springs at all? At the front leaf springs? Yep. No, we really haven't looked too much at the front leaf springs. But the front of the truck is leaning the same down on the left as the rear of the truck is, right? Yes. But uh, I'd be inclined. The, the, the front leaf springs, we looked at them. Uh, uh-huh. The hook spring, I call it, the hooks around the end that comes back. Right, the primary leaf. Ends, ends right at the U bolts. Oh, the lower okay, you took. Yeah, the safety spring, right. And then the main leaf goes all the way from the front to the back. Yeah, and we just have one leaf in the front. It's not a, it's not a uh, multi-leaf. I, I'm, I'm, I'm inclined to blame the front leaf springs. Okay. Now, there's a way you could kind of test this. If you could get a jack between the leaf spring and the frame on the left side, a bottle jack. Okay. And jack that point up until the front of the truck was level. And see if that leveled up the back end. Okay. So we may have to go in and have the, the leaf spring rearched or replaced. Replaced. Possibly. Yeah. And, okay. and if I replaced it, I wouldn't replace it with a one and a half spring. What, a full, full double set on both sides? Yeah, full double set on both sides. Okay. If those are the original leaf springs, that could be I your believe they are. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the yep. second question I have, uh, on our front tires, same truck, yep. uh, we're running 150 pounds of air in the front tires because okay. the front the front axle does get heavy on us. Whatever we're doing, uh-huh. uh, you know, we do LTL, so sometimes our front axle might be up around 13.5 to 14. Another reason for your leaf springs yeah. to be shot. They're over. They're being overworked. Okay. Yes. Now, 
in the tires in the center. Yep. We have blocks of tire, uh, inch wide, maybe two inches long, and I call it fallen blocks. Uh, and we call it center punch wear. Okay. What is causing that? Is that a balance issue? No, it's under inflation. Under inflation at 115,000 air. Yeah. Well, now remember, under inflation is the counterbalance to overload. You're saying the same thing, but using two different descriptions. Okay. And you've already said you've gotten up to 13,000 pounds on the steer axle, right? Yes. Okay. Up to 14,000 up there for usually short distances, maybe 10 miles. That that's all it would take to start it, and once okay. the pattern starts, it'll just eat the tire up. You should be running 16 ply tires. Okay, that's and you one should thing be, we have looked at. Yeah, and, and you should be running 100. Rated. Yeah, and you should be running 130 psi. And remember to upgrade the rims. Yeah, okay. and remember, like Kevin just said, remember to upgrade the rims too. Okay. So upgrade the rims and go, like, what is that, like a 15,000-pound tire? About 15,000 for a set? Well, it depends on what brand you buy. You can buy a 16-ply tire that will be rated right, for... It'll be, uh, mis- it'll be Michelin that are going on it. Yeah, but they, 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 you, can, you can get one that will carry 7,000 pounds, and you can get one that will carry 6,600 pounds, you know, so you want to push toward the 7,000 pounds because you said you get up to 14,000 pounds on it, right? Okay, so you need about 7,000 in each tire, and the sidewall of that tire will say minimum inflation 120, and I want okay. 10 pounds more than that. Okay. Now, the reason for that is, let's say you've got 14,000 pounds. You determine how much weight that is when you're sitting still and you're on a scale. But then you the drive down the road. go way up. Exactly. And when the tire is trying to bite the road and the load is on it, that's when the center of the tire buckles up and you start that pattern. Okay. Oh. You've explained it to me now. I've always okay. wondered why those why tires would have those blocks that would fall in just yep. one spot. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's for breaking and all that extra weight when you're not inflated for that weight. Correct. Perfect. There's everything right now. Yeah. Good. Get a better tire, get a better rim, get more air, carry yep. more load, everything will be fine. Yep. Now, the DOT people technically yeah. could look in your door jam and say, well, you only got a 12,000-pound axle, you got 14,000 of load on it, and give you trouble. But typically what yeah. they do is they look at the tire, and if you have enough tire, they leave you alone. Yeah. Yeah, I had, I had 16-ply tires on the front of my truck when I was doing oversized. Just right. for the simple fact that sometimes I would be overweight, I would be able mm-hmm. to uh, register that, uh, that front axle for 14000 yeah, Right. The tires I had on. Right. Okay, fantastic. You answered all my questions. Good and deal. Glad to hear it. I'll let you know how we make that with that leaf spray. I'd appreciate it. That'd be good information for us. Good luck. Okay, that's great. All right, bye. Thanks, Mike. Okay, and Kevin has shown up. Yeah. Is your basement flooded yet? No, no flooding in the basement. No the, flood. The the hack job on the lever worked fine. The shutoff valve worked. It's it's holding the water down. But when you tried to take the pipe apart, it didn't unthread. It broke <laughs> off. There was no there was no threading. It was welded into the 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 main it, pipe. Yeah. It was, it was instead of threading it on, they just welded it. Yeah. So now we got to go up and weld a new one on. Yeah, we got to get a new. Whoopee. A whole. I think. 
cutting below the elbow or past the yeah. elbow, yeah. building an assembly to put back on there. Right. We'll be it on. That'll work. That'll be the quickest, easiest way. Just what I wanted to do on a late night, Sunday night. Oh, yeah. Hey, wait, what's that have to do with tires and trucks? <laughs> well, right. I had uh, trucks on the tire when I drove to the store to get the stuff. Oh, okay. All right. That all counts then. Tires on the truck. Tires. Okay. We've got some more questions. We just did area code 613 here, and that was Ontario. So I will save that. And our next one is a 951 area code. Do you got any guesses? Uh, I want to go with Nashville. California. And he's still in California because they won't let you out of California now. Once you're in, you're in. You're in. Okay. So let's see what California has to say. Hello? Hello. Is this the right number? This is the number to which you were speaking. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot believe I got in. I can't tell you how many I did. I really, really did. Um, I'm putting a new set of XDAs on mine. I love these tires on my truck. But Uh um, I used to go to GCR in Sacramento for their alignment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there somewhere else? I run an I-5. I'm in Go Oregon, Washington, and California. Go to Stockton. Stockton GCR. Who? Well, GCR, yeah. Stockton GCR. There's, yeah. There's so many GCR locations over on the West Coast that have been trained by us now. Yeah, they're they're, and I understand the guy in Stockton's really good. Yeah. All right. It's the guys in. Uh, if it's the one off the airport way, is that the one? Out that direction, Those are the ones yeah. I've been to. Oh, okay. in Stockton? Any... I thought you said Sacramento. Well, they're right on the border. We call it Sacramento. <laughs> Sacramento. <laughs> okay, well, GCR does have a location right up there in down, uh, just north of downtown Sacramento. Okay, and then north they have another downtown. one down here. In, yeah, and then they have another one down there in Stockton, and. Um, Let's see. If if I looked on my computer, I could probably see who else we got out there. Have you looked on our website to look for locations? Yeah, I no, just updated I'm, that the other day. I was leaning more towards Oregon. Oh, like Oregon. industrial okay. tires, Superior. Well, um, in Oregon, the people that we have, I believe, are uh, the international dealer up in... Portland. Oh, and there's the Volvo dealer up in Portland. Yeah. Tech. Tech. Oh, Tech. No, thank they you. have our equipment. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Old uh, old friends of ours include the uh, the international dealer motor trucks in uh, in what's well, that? What's that? Just north of just north of uh, Seattle. Yeah, there's the the That's Kenworth fine, dealerships. But- they have ours. Up there too, yeah. um, really? Pepe does? <laughs> no, not Pepe. Not 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 no, the Kenworth Northwest. Not Pepe okay. is yeah, Kenworth Northwest. <laughs> and locations like that. Bellingham. Not Birmingham. That's out um, of Bellingham. Huh. <laughs> All right. There was a there was a gentleman in Eugene that had a mobile. Um he'd come out to wherever you were. Mm-hmm. I thought he was too, but I guess not. I don't think he's on I our list. I lost his card, and I can't find. Can't yeah. Find. And I'll hit GCR again. Yeah. I know where they, they are at least. Did they do good work? 
Yeah, what, uh, what's the story? Uh, <laughs> yeah, what, I, I, this is going to sound strange. I, I'm a girl, and uh-huh. sometimes guys talk down to us in the shops and stuff. And Dope not slapping. only did they do that, but I felt it was kind of lackadaisical. But, no. I mean, no. I, I don't know how long it takes. I've had my chauffeur's license since 79, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, if he gives you trouble, just a couple just, things. If he just if he talks back to you, just me, dope, tell dope me slap I can him. do it. Yeah, dope slap. <laughs> Get her done. Obviously, yeah. yeah. All right. I'll, how, I'll how did the, how did that. how did the tire wear result? Did it work? Did your truck handle good? The tires were good. Yeah, well, I yeah, I um, I needed a set of steer tires kind of right away, and they. Mm-hmm. Don't have uh, the Michelin, but they had the Bridgestones, the Ectopic, Ectopi mm-hmm. one. Ecopia. And yeah, and so when they mm-hmm. put those on, I asked them to do a three-axle alignment. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I didn't get a result. I don't I don't know if there was any toe in, toe out. I, I don't know what they did. Yeah, but how did the tires work? Charged. How did the truck handle? Right. The thing. The, the thing about uh, oh, how, how did. How, how did the tires wear it? How did the truck Fine. handle? Oh, Fine. good. Right. Fine. Yeah, the thing about, uh, you know, especially if we're, if we've been training them how to do alignments, when you replace the tires, it doesn't mean the the alignment needs to be redone. So if if the tires that came off looked great, you leave it alone. The reaction should be keep it the way it is. Yeah. Because I don't want the next set to wear any different. Yeah. If the tires are wearing good and the truck's handling good, you change tires. Just leave the stupid thing alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, all I know, right. I know the, Not even the, have a check. No, yeah. I know the you know the, the, for decades they've oh. been taught to go ahead and check the alignment when you tra- when you change tires, but that's because they want to make money off of it. Yeah, let me give you an example. Years ago, when I was doing alignments all the time, I had a guy come in with a new truck. I aligned his new truck for him, and I says, "Look, in the next sixty days, your truck's going to settle in because it's brand new. I want to recheck." The alignment in 60 days. So he came back in 60 days. I checked it. I felt the tires. The tires were good. It handled good. We left it alone. Then about every 150,000 miles or so, he'd come back in and said, I'm going to get a new set of tires. What should I do for the alignment? I'd walk over and feel his old tires. They're wearing good. The tires are wearing good. Leave it alone. The next time I aligned that truck, it had 750,000 miles on it. Mm-hmm. That sounds okay. Yeah. 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 Like a... And any, these days, I expect, say, one of the new Volvos with the eccentric setup in the rear end, I expect that to last 600,000 miles after I set it. Yeah, if it don't, ain't broke, don't fix it. So they must have done a good job because my last set of XTA Energies went almost 320,000. Yeah, yeah, and if, you're new, if your tires on there right now Amazing. are flat and smooth oh, they're and they're not right cupping, now. they're bad? Yeah. How many miles are on them? Oh, I've. Um, these these are actually a set of XTA energies that I went to uh, three hundred thousand, and then I had them retreaded, and uh, I've regroup. got another hundred and fifty on them. Regroup, uh, we retreaded the casings are just are great. You ta- are you talking about, are you talking about steer and, tires? No drives. XTAs are drives. No, no, no drives, drives. Drives. Okay, I'm talking I've about your steer tires. Ectopias. Uh, how are your steer tires wearing? Right Those now. are the tires I want to know how they're wearing. Oh, they're nice and smooth. Nice, nice. Good. Smooth. Then, then you don't need an alignment. You I judge run my your, hands over them. Yeah, you judge yeah. the alignment by your steer tires, your drive tires. Right. 
Because your drive tires the are fire. the ones that are wearing, that are doing the pushing. They're the boss. The yeah. But the tire right. will so show up on I'm the steer tires. Mm-hmm. When I'm pulling a hill, I get the vibration in the steering wheel. Isn't mm-hmm. that the steer? Did right. the vibration start in the steering wheel? Did it start in your feet and seat yeah. and then move to the steering wheel? Yeah. No, it's in yeah. the steering wheel. But it started in your feet. I, no, it I can, didn't. I can I can tell you if it, if it's if it's if it's starting because you're going up a hill, it's because there's more torque on, uh, coming out of the engine and yep. it's twisting the suspension. Right. Yep. And it's causing a right. change in pinion angle. It's not an alignment it's problem. Causing a vibration. It's not an alignment problem. And as long as okay. so, uphills is the only place that vibration occurs, you're doing as good as you're going to get. All right. Okay. okay. All right. Very good. Okay. I I love it. I finally got through. Have a great day, guys. Thank <laughs> you, you do the same. You too. We'll talk to you later. Good luck. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Okay. All right. Well, that was cool. We had somebody who thought they needed alignment and they didn't need alignment. Well, yeah, this is, again, this is, uh, and I, I tell you, the drivers around the country really do get treated like kids yes when they go to these shops and they shouldn't be but but you have to defend yourself and if the right. tire feels smoothed in and smoothed out right you don't need alignment the, the, the education is very important <laughs> okay i got a call from a 917 area code what's your guess oh uh, 917 yes i'm going to call that mm-hmm <laughs> no 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 i think i got a clue no oh new york you got a clue. That's New York. Are they still in New York? Uh, I wouldn't be. No, they're in Florida. They're in Florida. Of course they're in Let's Florida. find out. Hello there, New York. Hey, guys. Thanks Can for you taking hear? my call. You're welcome. Are you in New York or in Florida? Florida. That's correct. See, I knew this. <laughs> What's up? Hey, um, I'm just checking back with you guys. I had that bent rim on the stair axle. I had it uh, changed out, put a new rim on there. Um, uh-huh. That was the right side of the stair axle. Um, I was doing an inspection the other day, and um, on the left side of the axle there, where all the pitman arm and everything is, uh-huh. if you grab that wheel once you jack it up and shake it really hard, I'm getting some movement out of that. Now... Um, in 2015, when I had the engine rebuilt on the truck, I had brand new King put in the same time, and I personally greased the truck every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the tire on that side is wearing perfect. No, no issue whatsoever. I'm just kind of calling to see what you guys think about that. Um, now, when you say you shake it, you grab the top of the tire, push it in and out, and you're getting a little movement? Yes, that's correct, yes. Okay, all right. Now, do you know if it's the wheel bearing that's moving, or is it the kingpin that's moving? Well, I listened for the clicking noise, and I didn't hear that there. I spun the wheel, uh, stuck my hand on that brake chamber back there, didn't feel any vibration on it neither. So okay. I'm assuming the next, it's coming from the kingpin. Well, yeah, it probably is, but there's one more test. If you can have somebody put their foot on the brake, and then you try and shake it while they're holding the brake... If the movement continues, it is a kingpin. If the movement stops, it's a wheel bearing. Okay. Okay. But now, having said that, if, if the tire is wearing perfect, leave it alone. That's what I thought. 
That's what yep. I thought because I'm taking a week off here in June. I was going to take it to the shop, and I said, let me call before because yeah. I don't see any issue whatsoever going on with the tire. Yeah, I'd leave it alone, especially perfect. if it's the kingpin. Yeah. Uh, if it, if it's the bearing, adjusting the bearing doesn't cost much money, and it'll stop some wear, tire wear. But if it's a kingpin, that's a lot of money to not solve it. Particularly if the tire's not showing any problem. Exactly. That's what I thought. Also, I'm waiting to do a front brake job, and uh, the truck has 1.7 million miles on it. I was going to have Ooh. two bearings and everything put in at the same time, one to doing the whole brake job. So I was sure. kind of waiting for the brake to wear out and, and, and get that done. Yeah, as right, long as yeah. the tires weren't good, I wouldn't touch it. Yeah, just wait. All right, great. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate you, you guys' help. You're welcome. Have a good day. Goodbye. Okay, that's our New York guy that moved to Florida. All right. And I kind of remember him. All right, very good. Uh, 410 area code. 410. 410. Four Wisconsin. You think? I don't know. How about Maryland. It's like Wisconsin if you turn the W upside down. Turn the W upside down, and I don't know what the hell the D becomes. All right. Is he in Maryland? Uh, No, it's a very small state. Very small state. He's already left. He came out his front door, walked off the porch, and he was out of of Maryland. Hello there, Maryland. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm in Danbury, Connecticut, actually. You're right. I'm I'm going to Connecticut in two weeks. Okay, I uh, I'm having a, a vibration issue with my um in the front as I'm driving um, when I brake it vibrates violently uh, and I yes. um I change the drums um, yeah. I change the slack adjusters in in the front and in the back yeah. change all the yeah. drums in the back and all the brakes yeah and um still getting the same vibration as I brake so what I did was today I backed my front brakes off went down the uh-huh. road. And hit the brakes, nothing. And then right. when I put, when I re when I readjusted them, then yeah, it's, it's yes. very bad. Yep. Yes. The problem is that your brake drum is off center on the hub. Hmm. My God, the only thing I had the centering. I had the centering pins in there. You use the centering pins to center the wheel, but it doesn't center the drum. Yeah, there's there's a couple different kinds. Okay. 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 So, Mm-hmm. Which, what I want you to do to try and stop this. And and did you say you did the work yourself or you had somebody else do it? I had someone else do it, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's going to be a little more tricky. What, what you want to do is you want to jack up the front end of the truck. You want to turn the two front tires slowly and see if it hangs up on the brake every half a turn or so. It was doing that. It was doing that, and that's when we changed the drum. Yeah, because they thought the it, drum was out of round, but the drum was off center. Yeah, it was never. It, it, this could be fixed. We okay. So, if you turn it again and you find that spot where the drum is hanging up, and you leave it there, then you have them loosen the top and the bottom lug nuts with your gun. And then turn them back in with your fingers. Then loosen the other eight nuts with the gun. And leave them loose. Now you have two nuts with finger pressure holding the wheel, the drum, against the hub. You have somebody step on the brake. The drum will center 
And while you hold the brake, you lock those two nuts. And then when you spin the wheel, it should spin free. If you tighten up the rest of the nuts, the vibration should be gone. Find the wheel. Okay, you find the wheel that's hanging up. Yep. And once it hangs up, leave it at that spot. Go to the top yes. and the bottom nut. Unloose, yes. Unloosen it. Yep. Um, then, finger tight. Then uh, tight finger tight. Then unloosen the rest, and then yes. um, tighten them up with the gun, and then the no. and then tighten step the rest on the, of step them. Step on the brake. You got to step, step on the brake. Step on the brake. Step on the brake. Then tighten them up. Step on. Okay. So when I step on the brake, I'm tightening the, the the rest of them up, or just the first two. Just those first, first two. two. Okay, step on the brake, tighten the first two. Right, talk and then them. See okay, if it, talk them with the brake. Go ahead. Yeah, and then once you've tightened the, la- the first two, then make sure it spins free and then tighten the rest. Yeah. Got it. Got it. I got you. Well, I'm definitely going to try that. I sure appreciate it, guys. You bet you, buddy. Good luck to you. Thanks. All right, bye. When's bye. the first time you found that? The first time I found that? Oh. 20 years ago? 20, I know we were talking to TMC 20 years ago, and they had that problem. Yeah, it's been a long it time. Was, you knew about it when you walked in the shop. Yes. <laughs> when we went away from stud-centered rims and drums, right, and we went pilot. to hub-piloted, right. is when we started seeing this. This is when it started. And, yeah, TMC, and a really, you know, too much chrome. Everybody knows who they are. A uh, really nice organization. 20 years ago, they were throwing away pallets full of drums, believing that they were all out of round. Right. And they weren't out of round. They were off center. Right. Yeah. Okay. We got that one. We got more questions. We've got more questions. Uh, 570 area code. It's uh, Colorado. Uh, It's Pennsylvania. Okay. Is he in Pennsylvania? He is probably in Pennsylvania. He's on the south side of that lake that was flooding. There's a lake flooding in Pennsylvania? No, the guy from Ontario called, and he said they're getting so much rain that Lake Ontario is flowing over its banks and flooding low-lying areas. And so I told him to put a whole bunch of fans on the on the lakefront in Ontario, aim all the fans south, south. and just blow the water blow into the, water the U.S. Over towards... Sure. Why not? Right. Okay. Well, that could work. So he's not there. He's from Pennsylvania. Let's see what his question is. Hello there. Uh, Ohio. He's in Ohio. Ohio. Yep. Figured that. <laughs> cool. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Other than doing we're a doing radio good. show. You? Drinking beer? <laughs> Drinking oh, a beer. Yeah. Well, we're thinking about Drinking going home and beer. doing some plumbing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah after the plumbing yeah, is done. The little league. Yeah, 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 them are always good. Yep. All right, question. My yeah. buddy's truck. He uh, he just bought it, put new steers on it, and when you drive down the road, right there at that forty-five to fifty mile an hour mark, you mm-hmm. get that shake in the front end. You can drive right out of it. Yeah, about fifty-six to fifty-eight. Yeah, a little bit. Right? Yeah, right around fifty-five mile an hour, you drive out of it. Yep. Yep. Now, when he slows down, does it come back, or is it only when he accelerates through it? When you, yeah, when you slow down, it comes back. Ah, okay. He's got a All bad right. kingpin. Yep. Tang it up. Bad kingpin. Hmm. Yes. The thrust bearing okay. underneath the kingpin is probably bad. And right. So we're going to jack it up and pump a bunch of grease in it, turn the steering wheel left and right a whole bunch of times. And see if it'll cure it for a while. If it comes back again, you're going to have to replace the kingpin. Yep. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that kind of sucks. The truck's only got like 600,000 miles on it. Yeah, but if it wasn't properly greased during its life, and that thrust bearing has got rust and crap in it, I've seen them where they took it apart yep, and the yep. thrust bearing came out in pieces. The kingpin bushings yeah, were all still good, but the thrust bearing was gone. Oh. Yeah, okay. Cool, you answered okay. that question. Next question. Die. On my truck, um, uh, it was about 700,000 miles, but it did it to me twice, and then it, it never did it again. Mm-hmm. I, upon acceleration, the steering wheel would shake violently left to right. Mm-hmm. And then it, it would, the only way I could get it to go away was to spike the brakes. <laughs> and then it would go away. And then it wouldn't yeah. do it for a long time. And then just out of the blue, you'd be getting up to speed and it would start doing that. And it, there was no, sometimes it would do it at 45, sometimes it would do it at 60. The only way to get it to go away was to spike the brakes. Okay. It would go like in, into the death wobble, like the steering wheel would try and just come out of your hands. Yes. Um, all right. When the steering wheel is going left to right. That's an indication that the leash springs could be going up and down. Mm-hmm. Now, as, okay. the left, as the left leash spring goes up and down, the drag link, which goes from the steering gearbox back to the axle, changes angle and levels out and gets a droop and levels out and gets a droop, and it causes the tire to turn left and right. Okay. It could, it could also be that the front bushing on the front end of the leash spring on the left side is bad. And the axle is physically moving forward and back, maybe an eighth of an inch. It'll cause the same left and right turn. Right. Okay. So I'm looking at springs. Yeah, either there's a spring bushing or there's a spring itself that's failing. Right. All right. Yeah, because it only only did it that two times, and it hasn't done it in over 50,000 miles. Then I wouldn't touch it. So. (laughs) No no point in worrying about that. At least I got an idea. If it starts doing it again, and, we're, and then we got the right direction to go in. So. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right. And Jerry, Mr. Ream, was the last guy that did my alignment. We took the caster out of my truck. Yeah. Which is a great thing because we had four Please. degrees caster, and we knocked it down. It's like just under two because that's what the wedges yeah. ended up being. Yeah. Drives like okay. a dream. Is a T660 Kenworth. Smoother ride. So. Oh, Smooth by far. Yeah, and it should give you about twenty yeah. percent more tire life too. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what well, was part of the reason we did it too. But yeah, he was down there. We ended up putting new U bolts in and doing a mm-hmm. bunch of other stuff at that same time. But I'm just bragging on Jerry a little bit. I love that guy. Appreciate it. He's a good man. We like him too. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Thanks. Thank you. You stay safe. You too. Good night. All right. Bye. Okay, that was cool. That was good couple of different cases, different problems. All right. We have been at this uh, for just over a half hour. Yep. We have about 25 minutes left. And we have how many? One more. No, two more. Two more. I see two more questions here. You can't count between one and two. No, I can't. And then then I get to start singing. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, well. Answer the questions slower. Slower. (laughs) We have an 832 area code. Any, any ideas? I'm going with Texas. You are correct. Huh. <laughs> Is he in Texas? Yeah, you can't get out of Texas. Can't get out of Texas. Too damn big. All right. Well, let's uh, push this button and see what Texas has to say. Hello, Texas. 
Hello. How you doing? Uh, pretty good. Thank you. Uh, Oops, you're breaking up. Did we lose you? Are you still there? Yeah. Can right we hear you? Yeah. Can you hear me? All right, good. Are you yeah. still in Texas? Yep, still in Texas. Still in Texas. Can't get out of it. Okay, all right. Cool. What does the Lone Star State have a question for us? All right, I have a question. Um, I have some Yokohama uh, drive tires, and okay. they just started doing this where in the center of the tire, all around the tire, uh, there's a mm-hmm. couple that are doing this, where it looks like if I just grabbed the knife and started uh, poking at the uh, treads, and, and, Cut and, them and out it's all or, around or the tire. Cut them out or stabbed them? Uh, kind of like uh, like a bunch of stabbing. Stabbing. Okay, so they're shredding a little bit. Yes. Huh. That's that's usually caused by rock chipping. Are you running on gravel? Uh, yes. Yes, uh-huh. that's it. That's all it takes. Okay. For gravel roads. You have a highway tread compound, and you're running on gravel, and you probably have a 500 horsepower engine. Yes. Yeah, and you're spinning the it's tire. Yeah, you're spinning the tire, and it's shredding them a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought it might have been tire pressure or something else. Cause, Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. Yeah. It just. It seems like they're falling apart. Like just yes. tearing up. Yes. They're yes. Twisting them apart. Okay. Actually. Yeah. Anytime you're on gravel, keep your foot out of the throttle. Go as easy as okay. you can. The more you hit that throttle, I, the more you're going to spin the tire and you'll shred them. Oh, okay. I got it. All right. Well, thank you very much. And uh, since y'all got plenty of time, I was going to ask y'all about a buddy of mine truck. Uh, Go ahead. Kenworth T660. Um, yeah. I, I heard y'all mention something about give you better t- uh, wear a caster. Or, or What was that about? Any big truck, even yours, uh-huh. even yours, will get better tire life and will ride smoother if you reduce the caster in the front end of your truck down to about two degrees. Most of them have four or five or six degrees of caster, and the higher caster readings cause the truck to ride rougher and wears the tires quicker. The reason that they do it, we're not totally right. sure. Well, I know why. They they want them to run straight. And the engineers are taught that more caster makes them run straighter, and so they put more caster in because they think it's the right answer. I see. Oh, okay. So next time, uh, ask them to put it at two degrees? Yes, two degrees, both sides. Yeah, go to one of the shops that we have trained because everybody else will just look at you funny. Yeah, they all look at you funny anyway because you're driving a truck. Right. Okay, now, is there any shops in Houston? Hmm, I'd have to look. I don't know. On our website, if we go to mdline.com. You did? Uh-huh. And there wasn't okay. anything there? And was there any in Houston when you looked? Well, I'll uh, tell no. you what. No. If you know somebody, that should be doing alignment. Yeah. If you know somebody down there, somebody. tell them to call us. We've got Alvarado. We've got Brownsville. We've got uh, Buda. Uh, yeah, Denison. Antonio is really good. El Paso. Fort Worth. Fredericksburg. Inez, Kennedy, Longview, Longview, Shirts, Texas, Sweetwater, and Terran, Texas, or yeah, Terrell, Terrell, Texas. Terrell. That's choice. Oh, okay. Those are Terrell. the ones that I got listed. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Well, um, whenever I talk to the shop, the alignment shop out in Houston, I'm going to mm-hmm. give you all a call. So they no, can don't get talk to an alignment shop. Don't. Well, yeah, the alignment shops won't want to talk to us. They've already bought alignment equipment. They'll tell you they're crazy talk to, to a, talk to us. Talk to a tire dealer that doesn't have alignment. Or a repair shop that, that, that would shop. like to do alignments yeah. and not spend a million dollars buying alignment equipment. We can help them. Right. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. We'll do. All right, All right buddy. You have a good one. You're welcome. Bye-bye. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Yep. Okay. Well, that was a nice talk. Yeah. Yeah. We talked to Texas. And we've got so much equipment out there in Texas. There isn't any right around Houston. Well, there used to be a, a couple of guys in Houston that I trained. Mm-hmm. And then they got promoted in the tire company they're in, and they went to the Carolinas. And oh, yeah. So, you know, what can you say? What do you do? Yeah. Um, 817. This is our last question. Yeah. 817, where's he at? 817 is uh, probably Missouri. No, actually, it's Texas again. Texas again. This is the second Texas call. Two Texases in a row. And I bet he's still in Texas. Well, it's a good thing the other one hung up because we only have room for one. And I'd be confused, right? Well, that that disappeared. I tried to push save on it, and it didn't work. So I will do this again and push save, and it did. All right, now let's see if he's in Texas and wants to talk to us. It didn't pick up. It didn't do it. I'll do it again. There it is. There we go. Hello, Texas. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. How are y'all? Just fine. And I am still in Texas. See? We knew it. Yeah. (laughs) You have to drive forever to get out of there. Not in the the day. (laughs) What's up? I've got a question about my Kenworth. Um, I'm needing new rear spring pins and bushings. Has the threaded pins and bushings? Yes. And do you... what? I'm trying to decide on whether to do the steel on steel or the Atro has a replacement with a polyurethane in it. Atro what makes are a your very good opinions. Atro makes a very good polyethylene. If 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 those were my two choices, I'd go to the Atro. Okay. Now, okay. what kind of are you talking about? Your steer axle suspension or your rear axle suspension? The steer. Steers. Okay. If if I if I had the money. And I was going to keep this truck a long time. I would buy the Kaiser roller bearing pins. Okay. They actually have bearings in them. So instead of sliding on rubber or sliding on uh, polyurethane, they're rolling on on, on flat, uh, long bearings. And those things ride nice. Yeah, my, I've got a Peterbilt that has those. Yeah, I, I think they're awesome. And then at the same time okay. I did that, I'd, I'd have the caster reduced to two degrees, and, and you'll have a caddy lack. Okay. <laughs> the who, 1970s uh, Cadillac. Who is your, but yes, a Cadillac nonetheless. <laughs> who, who's who's my your, your who, Who's your dealer in Longview? Longview. Oh. We had to ask that after I shut <laughs> it off, didn't you? A Sterling. Oh, hold on a second it here. It used to be a Sterling dealer. Uh, Longview shows Twin State Truck International. Okay. Okay. Now, my warning on any of the large shops is call them beforehand. Yep. Make sure they're still using our equipment Mm -hmm. and make sure they still got a guy that's trained because a lot of these big shops we sell them to, uh, six months, a year later, they haven't got anybody knows how to use the equipment anymore. Okay. As a backup, what about your Terrell? Is that... 
uh, choice truck and trailer. Choice, they've had choice it for, okay. Yeah. Had it for at least 15 years. Yeah, they've had it a long time. Um, Never heard any complaints okay. out. Uh, okay. Okay. All right, buddy. Good. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. Okay. That's cool. Um, while we were discussing that with him, somebody else called in. Which is, it was smart of them because they don't want to hear me sing. Right. But I want to sing. Okay. This is 732 area code. And um, look, somebody else called in too. They don't want to hear me sing either. Where is this guy calling from? 732 is um, uh, Florida. Actually, it's New Jersey. It's Chris Christie. It's Chris Christie. Call it in to see what we're doing. Well, better I'm doing that than trying to... Well, I'm not going to go there. That's politics. Hello, New Jersey. How you doing, guys? We're going to close the lane at the George Washington Bridge tonight so nobody can get over the bridge. <laughs> We've heard somebody did that once before. <laughs> yeah, we heard all about too. that, didn't we? Cool. <laughs> okay, now, now since you were looking for questions, I decided to come up with three of them because we okay. didn't want you to sing. So, you guys are so, bad, bad. We're bad to the bone, let me tell you. Yeah. So so the first question is, what flavor of beer are we drinking tonight? We have to talk to Kevin. He's the beer uh, connoisseur. Well, I bought one of, those, okay. uh, one of those Mexican mix packs. You got a Mexican beer? Well, it was at Sam's Club. And, and it's a variety pack? Variety pack of Mexican beer. Dos X? Dos Equis. Yeah. Tecate, Soul, and okay, he's he's got so a variety you, there. So you find out, yeah, you find out that you buy six and only one is any good, and you got to throw the other five away. <laughs> no, nah, he'll drink them anyway. I'll drink them all. I don't <laughs> well, yeah, but they don't become they don't become your favorites anymore. So nope, that's nope. true. All right, let's let's talk about tires. Okay, since, since we got the beer out of the way, got it. Steer tires. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Every eight inches on the edge, getting flat spot. Okay. Very, very outside edge, or uh, including the Out- first rib. Um, it's got the first rib involved in it. Yeah. Okay. Is it on both shoulders of both steer tires, or just on one shoulder of each steer tire? Um. Both tires were doing it. One was doing it more than the other. The driver's side was doing it more than the other, and I took that one and spun it around. But when it was doing it, it started doing it on the inside shoulder, didn't it? Um, no, This the driver's side started doing it on the outside. Ah, and the passenger side was doing it also on the outside? It was doing it on the outside, and then mm-hmm. it started a longer line on the inside. Okay. Like a, instead of doing a flat spot of, let's say, three inches, four inches, it mm-hmm. started a line of about seven inches. Okay. But it, it didn't what, get really bad, though, yet. What make and model of tires are these? Continental 16-ply. Uh, and I don't which, hold a lot of weight. Is it is it the regional tire with the solid shoulder, or is it the line haul tire with the decoupler quarter-inch wide rib on the outside? Yeah, it's the line haul tire. And is, it the, and is it the decoupler that's doing this, or is it the main rib that's doing this? 
Um, what do you mean the main ribs? Well, the, 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 the main yeah. ribs an inch and a half wide, and the decoupler is the quarter inch wide. Yeah, so is it just um, the decoupler, or is it also the rib? Um, you know the the rib is is throwing a thread off of it, mm-hmm. so it's getting sure. into the rib and it's throwing a thread. So, like, any time I check it, it's like, wow, look at that. It looks like somebody, you know, took a razor blade and slivered yes. off a piece, but it's yes. still dangling, and go. it stays there a long time. Yes. Okay. I, I understand what it's doing, but, again, I need to focus on, is it just the quarter-inch wide piece of rubber on the outside that's doing it, or is it the whole main rib that's an inch and a half wide that's doing it? It's the rib that's doing it. Okay. The main rib the, is doing it. Correct. Okay, all right. Um, what make and model of truck you got? Volvo 2001-770. Okay. okay, and have you checked wheel bearings and kingpins? Haven't checked anything. Okay. Is it, I'm just wondering, I bet it's the, uh, in 2001, is this the unitized hub? It could be the unitized hub. Yeah. But... I don't, bo- what you- I don't, well, I've never heard that phrase before. Okay. I've owned the truck for 13 years, but. Do you check the oil in that front hub or is it sealed up? You check the oil in the hub. Okay, okay. so it's a standard hub. All right. Um, is there any feathered wear on the steer tires? If you lay a hand, slide it back and forth across, is it smooth both ways? Yes. Okay, so it's not alignment. That tells me that either the wheel bearing or the kingpin is getting loose and the tire is wiggling back and forth, and that's what starts these little cups. Mm-hmm. Now, once the little cup starts, when that cup hits the road, that shorter piece of rubber in the cup cannot go the same distance as the tall rubber, so it's dragging. And that's what's causing these threads to be pulled off as it gets pulled through the footprint. Okay? So my yeah. question is, what's loose? Is it the wheel bearing or the kingpin? Yep. Okay. There's, a, there's an easy check. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you, you, so you're just going to need to jack up the wheel, that, especially that driver side wheel position, and grab the top of the tire with the both tire hands and just try to shake it right off of the rim. Yeah. See if it starts wiggling or clicking or clunking, and okay, there's and, my problem. And then have somebody step on the brake and see if it stops wiggling. And if it, okay. uh, you know, depending on what you find here. That tells you what you got to fix. Okay. If it stops wiggling when so you step on the brake, what's that? So if it's if it's bearings, are the bearings hmm. usually just indicated that they're loose or worn? Well, or could it be if both? you if you spin both. the wheel real fast while it's in the air, mm-hmm. and you put your hand on the air brake chamber that's right behind the wheel, mm-hmm. if the yeah. bearing is bad, you'll feel a vibration in your fingers, and you don't have to replace the bearings. Right. Now at uh, 16 years old. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't hesitate to just go ahead and replace the bearings. They're not expensive. Compared to them falling yeah. off while you're driving it. Yeah, well, I was just uh, – that's my plan anyway to replace them, but I wanted to know beforehand <laughs> if you thought that they were worn out or something wrong with them, if they would give you a different well, effect if they were worn no. compared to if, just loose. They could be worn and loose. They could be chopped and loose. They could be chopped and tight. Yeah, it, it, it could be any combination. So you, you shake it to see if it goes click, click, click. Yeah. 
Then you have stem, but you step on the brake and you shake it again to see if it stops shaking or not. And if it continues making noise while the brake is on, you also know the kingpin is bad. Okay. Right. And then you spin okay. it. And if you feel a vibration, you know, they're not only loose, they're bad bearings. Right. But if you're going to replace them anyway, okay. you don't have to really worry about that. But that would be a good reason yeah. for those tires to be doing what they're doing. Yep. Okay. Very good. Okay. Now, the next next question. All right. On my, on my trailer, mm-hmm. it's a moving van, glorified okay. moving van, actually like electronics trailer. Okay. Um, okay. The outer edge on one tire... On the outside passenger side, the outer edge wears prematurely, and it wears smooth all mm-hmm. the way around. But it's premature, though, more wear than the rest of the tire. Okay. Is this a, a tandem axle trailer or a triaxle trailer? Tandem. Are they dual wheels or single wheels? Dual. Okay. 19 or 225. 22.5. Okay. Have you slid your hand back and forth across the tires to see if there's any feathered wear on the trailer tires? No feather. Okay. okay. Boy, you you're not giving me any good answers, are you? Oh, well, it sounds to me like I'm he's got a bad rim. I'm giving you the answer that you look for. That you're, you're asking me the question, I'm giving you an answer. And you got all I'm the reading answers. it out of the school. I'm reading it out of the book. Wrong so far. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I flunked out of school and never went to college. You know, that's why there I'm driving go. a truck. Okay, yeah. so you said it was the passenger side, outside tire, outside edge on the front axle or the rear axle? Front axle. Okay. And, and let me tell you this. It did this before, uh, probably two years ago. So when I rotated the tires, so that one tire didn't wear out completely prematurely, and it mm-hmm. did it again to the next tire, and both tires, when they were switched, they stayed with their rims. So we didn't, you know, take the tires off the rims. Rim. I just, yeah. it, it's right. just well, a different a rim, different tire. So it's, I'm telling I you again, you got another rim. answer wrong. No, I think you got well, a bent axle. <laughs> no, it, oh, one last question. Is this a close tandem or is it a spread axle? This will be close. It's, cl- it's close. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. you got a bent axle. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I think you got a bent axle. Or there's, or there's something, some abstraction there, something that you're not seeing normally. That is uh, uh, pressing down on that. Well, there there could be a possibility. He could hit a bump, and the trailer could come down and shave the outside shoulder on that one tire because there's an obstruction sticking out of the trailer. That's the only. It's the only other thing aside from a bent axle that that would occur on the outside edge of a of a trailer axle. Right. Okay. Well, there's there's nothing that I know of under the trail because that's what you're thinking. Something under the trailer mm-hmm. rubbing against yeah. the tire. Or only yeah. when it comes down on a bump, it com- gets compressed and it starts wearing it a little bit. It'd yeah. take time for it to really manifest, but that would be the only other thing I could think of. That we could think of. Yeah. That sounds like a pretty lousy uh, answer from your side. Yeah, you I go. was giving good go. answers. 
Yes, you and were. I think your answer there. I I think you just pulled that one out of the sock drawer, right? No, there. no, you got that right. We've, we've, we have seen this happen. I've seen it. Well, so I've got a, and I've got and a sock drawer you, full of those. There you go. Well, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. A couple of years ago, Kentucky Trailer, because it is a Kentucky Trailer. Right. They recommended to me to change out that axle. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I thought it was because um, on these trailers, I don't know about other trailers, but the S-cam bushings, mm-hmm. um, there's, um, they, they do some kind of adapter on these. I guess mm-hmm. the S-cam bushings get sloppy, and they created, I believe, their own tube, mm-hmm. uh, reconstructed tube to keep them right. lined up, and they weld them on. And I know mine right. had broken off at one time, the weld. And they re-welded yeah. it, and they said, you know, sometime in the future you want to consider doing another axle. So mm-hmm. maybe it, you might be right. It might be bent. Yeah, um, that's what my gut feeling is telling me. Yeah, I think it's a bent axle. Okay, Okay. good. All right, well, good to know. All right, Very so we solved that problem. And uh, yep. the, only other question, the only other thing I have to say is you never asked me what flavor of beer I was drinking, but I guess we'll just have to leave that up till next time. You're not supposed to be drinking beer. You're driving. No, I'm uh, not driving. I'm, I'm parked and safe and, you know, all that <laughs> good, other good, good stuff. Okay, what kind of beer are you drinking? I, mean, I drink uh, Mick Ultra. There you go. Ultra. That's like drinking probably, dry air. <laughs> no, 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 no. You've probably never drank it before. If you try oh, it. Oh, I have. Because, have you? It's a light beer, low right. calorie. It is. It's but very it's, light. it's one of the better. Yeah, okay. better than a lot of if the you can, hey, and If you can drink it, you know, you're right. It is a low-calorie beer. So yeah. if, if that's what you like to drink, you're getting... You're yeah, getting Kevin wants to get drunk. He's not worried about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I, it's not what I like to drink, but it's what the doctor recommends. There you go. There you, there you go. go. Yep. All righty, buddy. I got one more call. You have a good one. We'll talk to you another time. All right. Very good, gentlemen. Thank you. Right. You bet. Bye-bye. Okay. We have got a call from a 404 area code. This is the last one we're going to get. Oh, I've heard that area code. You've heard that area code before? Yeah, 414 Wisconsin and 404 was... Your choice. I I can't say. South Carolina? Georgia. 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 The whole day through. Hello, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Actually, guys, how you doing? There you go. All right. Are you in Georgia? No, I'm coming out of Virginia right now, heading south to North Carolina. Okay, I'll be in North Carolina in uh, three weeks. Uh, well, sorry about that. Come That's where it is. Got plenty of good room for you. <laughs> okay, dokey. <laughs> got plenty of good room. What's got up? Got an 06780, 1.3 million miles on the vehicle. About mm-hmm. a week and a half ago, the left rear axle U-bolt broke. Ooh. Okay, which which allowed the axle to slide forward about an inch. Yep. It started giving me some left left steer. I was yep. cranking about fifteen to twenty degrees of right steer to counteract that, which in yep. turn blew out the bottom of the right front airbag on the steer axle. Yep. Okay. So yep. my question is this: They had to cut the axle. The U bolts out. Come to find out, Volvo hook bolts U bolts in the frame in the uh, springs. Right. Okay. Should I replace all of them since one of them corroded away? Oh, 
that's a tough wait. I you know, U bolts aren't expensive. I wouldn't be opposed to Yeah, I I it's an O six. Mm-hmm. It's eleven yeah. years old, one of them rusted. I'd cut them all out. Yep. That's what that's what I'm thinking. They're seventy eight bucks for a set of two with washers mm-hmm. and nuts. Yeah, right. but compared to an on the road Yeah, yeah. It's a lot cheaper now than uh, you know, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I I just replace them all. Replace them all. Yeah. Okay. Now, why do they hook bolt those springs, those on bolts in there? Because conventional U bolts have to be retightened periodically because they stretch and get loose. The people that sell the hook okay. bolts claim they will never get loose. But they'll corrode. Uh, <laughs> yes, they will. Yep. Yes, they and will. I don't believe. And I don't believe that they stay as tight as the Huckbolt people claim, yeah. but that's their business. That's a, yeah, not our business, not our call. I wouldn't replace them gotcha. with those. No, now, when you when you replace when you replace the U bolts and you put conventional U bolts yeah. in them and they tighten them all up good, between five yeah. and ten thousand miles later, I want somebody to retighten them all again. Yep. And then at fifty thousand miles, I want them retightened again. Yep. Okay. Now, the de- I had a, found a dealer in Pennsylvania do the work, and which he took mm-hmm. a torque wrench, went underneath there, he put 350 foot pounds of torque on each each bolt, which I thought was very thorough. That's but very thorough. I would have gone four and a quarter, but what the hell? <laughs> okay, okay. So four and a quarter is, is better, you think? Well, yeah. there's there's a chart that tells you what's supposed to be on it. I thought all the U-bolts we were using on rear ends were all four and a quarter, but I could be wrong. It might yeah, be three goes, and a four. It goes by the, the bolt size, yeah. how much torque there's. But the thing you got to remember is that brand new U-bolt is going to stretch because it's fresh metal and it's got to be retightened again. Yeah, that's that's all we're saying. We're not saying that they did anything wrong. It just needs to, it, the metal will stretch and you got to tighten it up again. Right. Got you covered. Now, since he replaced those two bolts on that axle and I replaced mm-hmm. the other should I replace the one he replaced as well? So now I got no, a no. whole set of brand new. Bolts. No, no, no. Off. His are fine. His yeah. are fine. Do the other three. Yep. Gotcha. Because he had to use Mac bolts rather than Volvo bolts because he was a Volvo Mac dealer. <laughs> Only thing he had was was a Mac bolt. The Volvo was twenty two millimeters. The Mac was twenty four, and it fit through the hole just fine. If it fits through the hole, get her done. Yeah. You know, I almost get those Mac bolts anyway. Yeah. Okay. Those two extra meters probably do you some good. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha covered, gotcha covered. Okay, so, and then blowing out that uh, front airbag on the steer axle, that's that's expected then, correct? Well, you're pushing you're the axle sideways. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna tear something else up. Now, when all of this is done, you got to make sure you get a good yeah. three-axle alignment on it. Yep. Exactly. That's my next move. Is okay. My shop in Atlanta is called Big Mo. Are they in your book, by chance? No, they're not on our book. But that's okay. all right. If you're getting good get, work out of them and you're happy with them, that's fine. Well, I get, I get it aligned twice a year because steering tires cough too much. All right. Okay. Very good, sir. So we'll, have, we'll have them go ahead and do a three-axle and be good to go. Yes, right. you should be fine. After you've replaced those parts, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, very good. Hey, guys. Thank you very much. Pleasure. You have a good day. You too. Thank you. All right. All right. Okay, folks, it's been fun. We've gotten through all the questions. It's been a little over an hour. We will come back next week and again attempt to stump the chumps. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Bye. End episode. End episode.
Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.